When there's someone at work who is extremely angry and belligerent, how do I calm them down? How do I calm down an employee, customer, colleague, or my boss when that person is very angry? Today, we're gonna dive into techniques you can use to calm a situation down. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast-track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Career Path Angel Show. This is a podcast, if you are new, where we talk about career-related topics. Specifically, we talk about techniques you can use, skills you may need, or anything relating to your career that may be important to you. Today's topic is about finding a way to calm someone down. This honestly can happen in any part of your life. It does happen in our work setting when we are talking to an angry customer. Maybe you're in the healthcare setting, you're talking to an angry patient. You may be talking to someone who is a colleague who is very angry. Or you may be dealing with just someone right above you, your boss, some other leader who is shouting. And This is not conducive to a productive and positive work environment. Anytime someone raises their voice, starts exuding an belligerent behavior towards anyone in the work setting, it immediately becomes a place of awkwardness. Nobody wants to be the first person to calm the person down because they don't want to have the ire of that person directed at them. Therefore... I have a few specific techniques, three in particular, that I feel can really change a situation. In my story, it's really a situation where I had a customer coming in. And in my case, I was in a healthcare setting and I had a patient who was very upset. If you're in the healthcare setting, you know how upset patients can be when things don't go according to plan. And This actually, what happened to me, could happen in your workplace setting. It could happen in any place. It doesn't have to be a customer or a patient. It could be anyone. Now, in my situation, it was at a time when I was running a practice. At this point, I was the manager, and I only really came out to the front to deal with the patients if there was a major issue. In my particular case, I was working in a psych practice, and this psychiatry practice is a little bit harder because the truth is many people don't have any background in psychiatry where they have patience and calmness and a lack of fear. My personal background, my my mom was a psych nurse, my godmother's a psychiatrist, My uncle was a social worker. My best friends are social workers. I have so many people. I have another friend who's a psychiatry nurse. So many people in my life who worked in the psychiatry department. Mental health holds a very special place for me in my life because of this. 
And I am one of those people that have a lot of patience. And I don't have fear when it comes to individuals who have any type of mental illness. Now, in in my practice, there was people coming in for group therapy. Some of the people who were coming in were coming for different types of ailments. They were coming for schizophrenia or they were coming in for OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Some individuals were coming in for grief. And there were definitely people who were coming in who were dealing with anger management issues. Some people did have a manic psychosis and many of them were stable coming into our practice. Now, One thing I do want to say at the outset is there is a major stigma associated with mental health. If you're a person that is dealing with any mental health issues and you're afraid of sharing that with others, I completely understand because I witnessed it firsthand right among other people whenever I mentioned where I was working, how they were, wow, it must be so scary to work there. And the truth is, Everybody, I mean, truth is one in four people, that's his stats, have some type of mental illness. And that's what's reported, right? If you're counting what's not reported, it might even be one in two. Everyone is dealing with something, whether it's anxiety issues, depression, um, dealing with separation issues. You know, there's just so many things that people are dealing with. And having compassion is really important. And this, I'm just doing a little sidebar here regarding mental health because I, it is one of those passionate things for me that I feel is often confused. And I believe people don't really understand mental illness. And that's why there is a stigma. And I am one of those people that embrace individuals with mental health issues because even in my own family, there's people who have mental health issues. Now, going back to my story. In this particular case, I actually was sitting in my office, I was working on payroll, and I could hear shouting out in the front, and like within minutes, I had a knock at my door where one of my front desk reception staff came to me and said, we have a guy out here, he's really upset, and we're, we don't know what to do, we're, we can't calm him down, he's just really angry, he's angry about how long the line is, he's angry about, you know, some somebody, he feels like someone's looking at him or in the waiting room and he's getting upset at that. He's just very upset about many different things and we can't calm him down. My, my team, truthfully, even though they were working at the front desk checking in patients, they were very afraid of some of the patients because they knew some of them would see things and you know, this it is a challenge when you're working in an environment where you're scared. So it's harder for you to be a person who can come in and calm someone down. But this, if I can do this with someone who has anger management issues, these techniques can absolutely be used with anybody in the workplace. So I came out of the room. I saw the man who was the patient shouting, and I immediately approached him. The first thing I did was, I put my hand on his on his arm to to just divert his attention away from the front desk so he saw that I was there because as soon as I approached he didn't see me he couldn't hear me I did say excuse me a few times excuse me sir excuse me sir and he was just in a deep shouting you know run on he was just constantly 
saying a whole bunch of things about how upset he was and he just wasn't, he was not listening to anybody. So after I said, excuse me, a few times I touched his arm and I said, excuse me, sir, I'm the manager here and I know you're upset. I would like to talk to you. And he was still shouting. He turned to me and he said, I'm really upset. I've been waiting for such a long time. This is unacceptable. And then I said, okay, sir, I, I really want to hear you out. Come, let's have a seat. Now, why did I do that? Why did I have him sit? Because the moment you sit down, the person who's yelling, you need to use your entire diaphragm when you're yelling, your whole lungs, everything. But when you sit, it is much harder to yell. It's just, it takes away that energy that's coming from you and you're standing because there's a lot of energy coming out of you and it's a lot easier to be raising your voice. But when you're sitting, you are changing your position, right? Now, he and I are sitting, we're level to level, eye to eye. Then I said, and now this is the, the other number two, you need to lower your voice. I lowered my voice all the way down. And I said, sir, please, I want to help you. Please explain what happened. And I'm really sorry that you're upset. The moment I lowered my voice to nearly a whisper, that is at the very moment he recognized how loud he was. There is a so there is something happening when someone is in a very angry state and they're shouting and yelling. They can't even hear themselves or realize how loud they're going until they hear the other person they're shouting at talk in a very calm, quiet voice because they can't shout and listen at the same time. That's very hard to do. So I was very, I was making complete eye contact with him, giving my full attention to him. My entire body was turned towards him as we were talking and sitting and my voice was extremely low and slowing down your words and lowering your voice to a calm slow rhythmic sound when you're talking will immediately slow down the other person who's shouting at the top of their lungs now the man's issue unfortunately was he was upset with somebody who was in the waiting room he was upset with the, my receptionist because she was taking too long. He was angry about so many things. And it sounded to me like, just like many of us, where we have just a very, very bad day, so many things have piled on and piled up in his personal life. He had so many things going on. And as soon as I lowered my voice and I said, I'm here to listen, I'm here to help you. I'm here for you. As soon as I said those words and I had my entire body facing, remember body language is very important. If you're talking to somebody and you're not giving them your body language showing that you're listening all the way, that means turning your body towards them, turning your face towards them, making complete eye contact, nodding your head yes as they're talking and they're telling you what their issues are. I mean, this is really critically important. You need to nod your head as they're talking to really make them feel heard. And the man continued telling me, but he, in that moment when I lowered my voice, he immediately realized that he was shouting and his voice lowered and mirrored my voice. Now, this mirroring act can happen in any setting. The moment you bring your voice down and the person who's shouting, shouting, they will naturally bring their voice down. 
The reactive approach most people take is they start shouting back. But that's not the right approach because you're just going to inflame the situation more. Once I started talking to him calmly and he he brought his voice lower, he immediately started to apologize to me. Now, the first thing he said to me, because he saw I was using my body language and really what I was doing was actively listening. The first thing he said was, you know, I'm so sorry, miss. I I, 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 I'm not, I don't mean to be yelling at you and everybody here. I'm just so upset. And then I used active listening and I said, sir, please explain to me why you're upset. So I'm using the words that he's saying, inserting those words into my own language to reflect back to whatever he's saying. This way, the person who's listening to what you're saying really feels heard because the last thing you want to do is say, something completely different than what they said because they won't feel heard in that moment. So I said to him, I, I hear you, please explain yourself. And then he told me, he told me all of, he actually went all the way back into what happened earlier in the day, what had nothing to do with the practice. It was, you know, some, he, something happened this morning at the coffee stand and then, you know, his daughter called, like he just completely unloaded. And all I did was listen. I just listened to him. I nodded my head. I listened, I, you know, I was just exuding calmness the entire time. And I was being the person that he probably needed. He probably did not have anybody in his life he could tell all of this to. And let's be real here. Sometimes it's easier to tell the person who's a stranger about all the issues that you're going through than someone you're actually close to. So in that moment, while I was doing active listening, I was lowering my voice, I was sitting next to him, I was giving him my full attention, he felt a level of comfort to actually share with me. And he, his apologies came over and over again as this was happening. He, he's telling his story about all the issues he was having, and then he's saying, you know what, ma'am, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, so sorry, miss, I, I did not mean to be so angry. I did not mean to yell at your staff. I really shouldn't have done that. I'm, I'm actually even I'm actually coming here for anger management. And I really should have been paying attention to the way I was behaving. And I told him, listen, everyone has these days. It's fine. It's completely okay. I'm going to pay attention to what caused the issue here in the front for the delay to occur for you to lose time in getting to your session. I'm going to see if I can improve that for you. And he was happy because he felt heard. He felt like somebody was really listening to him. But the problem is when individuals like this start shouting, most people don't know how to do this, right? So this is the technique that I'm sharing with you. If someone is shouting, if they're a customer, a colleague, anyone, pull them aside, sit down with them, give them your full attention, give them that time um, sit down because you don't want them to continue shouting. Sitting stops the shouting. Lowering your voice shouts, shout, stops the shouting. And using active listening techniques will actually calm the individual you're talking to right down. That's really the key here. Those are the three main tips I have for you today. And if there is anything more regarding this that I'd like to share, the most important piece is having compassion. I know that sometimes you may become inflamed in the situation yourself because you may be having something going, you might be going through something yourself and you might end up projecting that to the person. So, 
imagine someone shouting at you and you're not taking this um, matter seriously for them and you're projecting your own issues, that just escalates the situation, right? We don't want that. So if you're not in the mindset you can manage this, pull yourself out and see if you can calm yourself down before you handle it because your reactive behavior is how they're going to mirror you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful to you. I believe it it can help you in many facets of your life, not just work. You can do this in your personal life. If someone in your home life is behaving this way, this will also help them because the truth is everyone really just needs to be heard. And as human beings, when we feel heard, that's when we feel like we're part of the community. And more than anything, everyone just wants to feel like they belong. I appreciate you listening. I believe in you. You can do anything you put your mind to. And stay tuned again for the next episode. I just want to keep tell everyone real quick, I was doing it on a weekly basis. I have switched to a bi-monthly. So I'm going to be two, doing two episodes a month. And I will be in, continuing with sharing topics that really are relevant to you in your career. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.